0: She had to call me. She when has an on Wednesday mornings in her little, they live in a retirement community. Home. And um, she, she said, I had to call you, you know, with all the stuff that's going on with, with my husband and stuff. But I had to call you so I forgot to tell you. And if I don't tell you right now, I'm going to forget again. And I have to tell you because if I forget, I can call you and ask you what I said. Okay? <laughs> what, what, mom? Uh, uh, they had a... a, a Prophet and somebody else there, and a preacher, another preacher. But they were—they have—they washed their feet. They did the whole shenanigans, wow. and, and uh, now you have to know the my, my my mom wasn't. We didn't go to church, like I said, and um, she tried to be Catholic for a minute. Where's <laughs> God? It didn't work out, and then um, sorry that. Um, and then I mean, anyways, I'm am get, getting too detail, but she. You know, she said, "I don't know." She told me, "I just let her let go." And so I let go, and I fell. And then, and I was like, okay, <laughs> but y'all have to know her to know that this was like, "Woo!" It's, it's just not something that happens. And I thought, "Wow!" But she was so excited and so happy and crying. And, and it,
1: was,
0: it was just cool. I just wanted to share that with y'all. Amen. I was like, "Yay!"
1: That's a cool little thing. This <laughs> awesome, I like somebody yeah. to feel right now. Oh, oh, no, I'm just being <laughs> was i not loud enough. Yeah, you're loud. You turn me off. Well, I try, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, which is kind of funny, don't you think that I'm not loud enough? I <laughs> mean, I'm just saying that's kind of funny. I
0: put that so that I check the time any kind of time. making sure, okay, so. Um, tonight's message I labeled, who's your Dad."
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Who's your
0: daddy? This is so much more comfortable than church. Oof. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I'm
1: going to my glasses. off.
0: will hold on. I know y'all don't like in the cold, but I'm like in my element. Mm-hmm. I love to be cold. I love to cold. All right, so in this world of social media, we have, you know, uh, was that, Morkovich dude and, and the Jerry Springer and, and the social media and all the shenanigans about uh, who the daddy is. I think it's Morkovich that does that, has the envelope that says, okay, now we're going to see who the dad is. And then <laughs> be like, and the guys are in the back sweating and, you know, all that kind of <laughs> thing, right? But tonight we're going to explore who our daddy is. Amen. Dad. And first, I'm going to give you this little bit of testimony. And um, I think the Lord, and I've been talking to Brian, of course, but the Lord is purging me of stuff that that I thought I had been healed from. And He's like, "No, you got to dig a little deeper." I said, "Really?" Okay. So um, my parents divorced. My biological parents divorced when I was three. My dad was in the Air Force. After that, um, right after, or during the whole divorce situation, he was stationed in Turkey. I didn't meet him again until I was in my early 20s. Completely separate story. There's too much. So after that, my mom married another man um, whose name was Lyman, and he was not a good dad. He was abusive to her, to me, just not a good relationship, but she stayed because that's what you did back then. And, and so that's a whole other thing. Sorry. Um, my mom was finally blessed with my stepdad, John, whom she's married to right now. Great man. I love him. He loves the Lord. It, it's, it's good. Okay? So that's that's the story of my dad's. I'm just going to set that out there. Okay? All that time, um, I didn't know I had another dad who was Jesus. Amen. I didn't know him. Like I said, we didn't go to church. You know. I mean, I, of course, you know, everybody knows who God is. I mean, you know, there's God. I didn't know about him, what he was about. I didn't know what Jesus was about. I knew that, you know, it was Jesus' birthday and Christmas, and on Easter we got eggs. I really wasn't sure about the whole thing while it was connected, because that's just <laughs> weird anyways, you know. <laughs> Jelly eggs, Jesus. I'm not sure how that connects, but... I mean, that, and if you think about it, that's really yeah. confusing for somebody that doesn't know. Even those that do know, I just don't know what that means. Mm. The egg and, the, and all that stuff. Anyways... But at that time, I didn't know that Jesus was protecting me my whole life. I didn't know him, but I didn't know that he was protecting me even though I didn't know him. Amen. Amen. And so we, we all do have a dad. We don't have to worry about it. But that it's hard to do because we're on earth. And if we don't know him, then we, we just don't know. But I, I, I know now that he was protecting me and talking to me even then. Okay. Even when I didn't know him. And I know that because I'm here today. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: And I wouldn't be here today if he hadn't taken care of me, even then when I didn't know who my daddy was. Um, he saved me more than once before I knew him. So here comes the hard part. Before Brian and I were saved, you see, about um, five months after we were married, I became pregnant. And we were so excited having, woo, having babies. We've been trying. It's great. It's good. And then we found out we were having twins. So now, we were, like, in the office, and they were like, "Oh, we find there's more in than there is, too. And we were like, uh, okay. <laughs> were like, so, okay. We can do this. We can do this. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, my analytical mind's like, going, okay, two cribs, two this, two that. Two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, we're going to get through that. So then um, I was at work one day and doing my thing, and I was still working, and I think I was about... 15 or 16 weeks, and uh, I went to the restroom, and something happened, I wasn't sure what was going on, so I called Brian, we went to the doctor, and then um, they did an ultrasound, they took us to the back, and did an ultrasound, and then they couldn't find the heartbeats. I didn't know right away, but I knew something was up, because the nurse was looking and doing the thing, and then she said, hold on one second, and then she went and got a doctor, and another guy came in, and I was like okay, this can be good. I really didn't think that I let myself think that it was what it was because I was in denial it right then, but, but they, they told us. And then so after that, um, they took me to a, a separate room, and uh, I wasn't sure what was going on because nothing like that ever happened to me. I didn't know anybody that that happened to. So then they said, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and send you home. I'm like, okay. And, but nobody explained to us why or what, or if there just wasn't an explanation, we didn't know. So then, um, we went home, and um, things started to happen, and so then, I didn't want him to see, because I, I guess I was trying to protect him from what was happening to me. So I, I kind of stayed in the bathroom, and he kept knocking on the door, Are you okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I was not good. <laughs> Finally, I had to, I, kind of like blacked out, fell against the wall, I said okay, we gotta go to the hospital. So he took me to the hospital and my blood pressure was so low mm-hmm. I had lost so much blood that I, I um it wasn't registering on the machine. They kept thinking something was wrong with the machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you know they went to an IV and they did all that and then the next day, I don't know if you all are familiar with that situation, they had to finish it and then and then that was that. And they were gone. And so it was the worst time in our lives. We didn't—I didn't know what to do. I had never had anything like that happen. So when I was done and they sent me home, I couldn't stay at home. I said, "Let's just drive somewhere." So we just drove around. I don't even know where we went. I can't remember a whole lot of it. Um, so and I remember all, we didn't know Jesus at this time. I, I didn't. We didn't go to church. It's not like we we weren't believers. We just didn't. No relationship. Yeah, there was no relationship. There there was nothing there. We knew. Oh yeah, God, you know, an emergency someone says, "Oh thank God," <laughs> but you know, there's not a relationship, so you're really not talking to them because you haven't built that up. Um, Sundays were for football and that kind of thing, you know. So a few months later, maybe like six months, and. Uh, because I was afraid to try again at first. I was like, ah. But I'm like, I want to do this. I want to, you know. Because we still didn't know why. I had come back to the doctor. and like, well, did you fall? This this doctor. <laughs> Anyways, that's a whole other stuff. Hmm. But, uh, no. And then he had asked me, I, why are you still crying? You need, And he gave me a depression pamphlet. I'm like, no, I'm still crying because I'm sad. But, um. Anyway, six months passes and we come pregnant again. And I wanted to make sure everything was right. Um, I had a normal, safe pregnancy. Kaylee's a result of that. Woo woo! Yes, yes. <laughs> beautiful and problem, and I don't know what. To do. <laughs> um but it wasn't until Kaylee was born that Brian had told me the whole time, since the moment that we learned I was pregnant until she was born. He had been praying every day for a healthy little girl. Oh. Mm.
1: Wow. God's faithful.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and still hadn't stepped foot in the church. Hadn't mm. done none of that stuff. Uh, so when I know that he's there, even even though I'm not faithful, he is. Great Amen. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's the reason I wanted to share that, because I don't share that. No. No, none of y'all knew that. That's not. I mean, what kind of conversation starter is that? You know. Well, oh, you know what happened was. You know, that's not. That's not one of those kinds of stories. But I wanted to show you that God is faithful even when you are not. Amen. You know. Okay. That's done. Thank you, Jesus, for getting me through that. Thank you, Lord. Right. Amen. So we might not always know who our Bible dad is or even have a relationship with him, but we have a daddy who is always there and, and knows every hair on our head. Amen. Yeah. And we have a dad that ministers, ministers to us even when we can't hear him. And he dances over us, or protects us, and loves us. Amen. Amen. If you go to Matthew 8, Matthew again, that's the story of the, the centurion or the Roman soldier who asked for healing for his servant. We focus mainly on the centurion and his faith because Jesus is so amazed at his faith. He's like, oh, I just have to say it and you'll believe it. will happen. And the centurion's said, like, Yeah, because I give orders all the time. And, you know, that's what happens. I, I, that's what I believe, you know? Yeah. You know, that, but that's the main focus of that, that story. Um, but I was mm-hmm. thinking more, well, what about the servant guy that he's asking healing for? Is he a believer? Is he a follower of Jesus? It mm-hmm. He really doesn't say. I don't think so though, because mm-hmm. it doesn't say anything. He doesn't go up and say, hey my my servant that who loves you Jesus wants he needs you he needs you to uh, heal him. Right. He doesn't say that. He just said, Hey, I have a servant, can you please heal him? You know. So that's the example God showed me that you know, here's this guy that he's he's not a believer and I healed him. Just because somebody asked for it. Brian asked for for me to to carry a healthy baby girl and I wasn't talking to God but he was mm. so I was like wow. yeah Amen. Oh, thank you Jesus thank you for that you know Jesus um, he heals <laughs> that's not cute early sure. cute he, he, he heals the um, the the ones that even don't know him. And then we have the story of the ten lepers. Um, we see Jesus and how he healed them and all. But only one says thank you. Mm-hmm. So Jesus heals and loves the ungrateful. Because I wasn't grateful. Because I didn't know to be grateful. So, you know, I was like, well, okay, I can see that too. Jesus just... He's just so amazing. And this, this testimony, and this, the Bible said is very short, but it was, it was to the point that God wanted me to make. He's to Let y'all know that even though we might be faithful. Because sometimes we, because y'all know, well, y'all know, we've been struggling. We've been struggling with some issues and struggling with some things. But through it all, we know he's faithful. Felicia, y'all had a, a tremendous thing happen to y'all. That you were faithful to him.
1: Yeah.
0: And even though sometimes we don't feel like it, man We don't feel like, man, just fix it, God <laughs> Why do I have to go through this, God? Why do I have to feel this? Why do we have to deal with this? Why, why, why? You know, sometimes we're not grateful And, and you know, our, our faith, although it might not fail We always believe in Him Sometimes the, the conviction of oh, you really going to do this because, man, Lord It's been so long It's been so long And, and I feel right now be like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm done <laughs> I'm so done I'm tired. I'm tired, Father. But he knows that, and he's going to be faithful to us. Amen. He's going to love us no matter what. I mean, when I talk to the kids, I try to tell them, you know, they ask the hard questions, man. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because we have that faith. We know. But when I'm trying to tell this 16-year-old, you know, her why why couldn't I have been there when my grandma died and why did my dad have to leave and why, why, why? It's hard to tell them, you know, God is faithful. You just have to have faith. It's hard to tell them that, but it's... Thank you. Thank you. It's who he is. Yeah. It's just who he is. There's, there's not a, a, a word in here that could ever be conscribed as God's not faithful or God won't do it. Sometimes I know in the Old Testament they were They, they hoped that he wouldn't do what you said. There you go. Because yeah. there were some things that, man, are you really gonna do that? You're gonna make those mistakes and bite me?
1: God is faithful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. God is thankful, even in the bad You know, he, he um, He's reliable He's never going to leave you or forsake you mm-hmm. And you can talk to him anytime you want to There's, there's people here that, that don't know who their dad is or, or their dad has passed away Or or that's just not here But he is a daddy that you can always talk to Yeah mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to give your say in Because he's going to let you He's not going to say, well, I told you to do that. You can just tell him everything. Just keep going, keep going. You will, you'll get stuck on the head. And ask y'all. You will get stuck on the head at some point, but you're going to be able to tell him anything. You can tell him anything, and he's always going to do it. He's not going to judge you like that or, or say, man, you
1: know,
0: you're just so stupid. Why don't you do what I tell you? Well, he might be like, why didn't I do what you tell you? But they're not going to call you stupid. <laughs> 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 Because I I said some things that I'm sure he got. (laughs) What? But but my testimony is this. I was hurt that Jesus healed me. I didn't know him, and I didn't know how to be grateful. I didn't know that it was him. But I do now. I know who my daddy is now. And I just pray that everybody in here knows who their daddy is. And who they can go to. And that He is faithful, and His timing is perfect. That's another thing that you know we have to understand. And man, sometimes that timing was like any oh, day. Father, know what happened was? I really need this, but He's got something so much better for you than, than what you you're thinking. And I know that our blessing is coming, and I know that it's going to be. We've been saving up. Amen. I, I'm telling you, and, and it's because of these two right here that we can keep going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know God makes it happen, but without the leaders in your life standing side by side, you making sure that you're okay, making sure that you know that you are loved, it, it makes it a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very grateful for all the people in here mm-hmm. that. Um, Stand by my side. Now, I know, like I had a situation with my, my cousin this morning. His, his baby wasn't doing well. He had just been born and um, he had complications. Mm-hmm. But I know I can reach out to my sisters. I know I can reach out to y'all and say, please pray for him. Please mm-hmm. pray for him. I know if anything happened to me or to Kelly or to Brian, I could call. Say, hey, guys, I need you. And he's there. Because of his faithfulness to God, it's all wrapped up in your faith. Your faithfulness in your fellow man and your father, and your daddy. So, when someone asks you who your daddy is, you know the answer.
1: Yeah.
0: And he wants a relationship with you. He wants to be one-on-one with you. Thank you. He wants that. And that's what I tell the kids. He wants a relationship with you. But you have to build it. Yeah. You have to build it. Because, like, say, and this is what I tell them, and it's hard for me, because I go from you to here to youth to here, but I, I tell them, if you have a best friend, right? Like she's your best friend, right? Alex, you have a best friend, right? And Y'all have best friends. What if, like, you know, y'all are close and that's your boy, and you do these things, and then like you move away, and you don't call, and you and you and you don't write, or you don't text, or all that kind of thing, and time goes by. Are you gonna be able to call and say, Hey, this is what happened with me at school. Or, this, this, you know, my, right you know, my friend so and so did. And he's going to be like, oh, who's that? What? That's your relationship with God. If you don't talk to him every day, if you don't tell him you're... Like, he knows everything, but if you don't tell him things, you have to open that communication with him. Amen. So he can he can talk to you and he can fix things. Because he can't fix things if, if you don't tell him. Just like your parents. He is our parent. He's our daddy. So like, like, A.G., if you don't tell your mom and dad right there, Hey, um, I'm struggling with with, with Matt, man. I just can't get it. How are they going to help you? They can't because they don't know. you got to take it out of your problems. Amen. you got to tell him so that he can help you. It opens the gateway for him to, to come in, in, into your life and help you. Amen. So, short and sweet, and I love y'all. I do have my little miracle over here. Here I a place. Yeah. <laughs> She is going to um, sing a song for y'all. Awesome. That ties in. Right, here, hold this. I'm going to move this out of the way. Just like we practiced. <laughs>
1: child. So who knows what's going to
0: happen? I'm move Ready?
1: Party like a princess Party like a princess I don't need a princess Party like a princess So let me say something that you needed to hear Swear it to a living when you your me in You grow your teeth in your heart You release it to the throne oh. Daddy, oh baby, oh my baby Don't you know who your daddy is? Don't you know who daddy did?
0: say, well, I didn't forget to say, but anyways. Um, at the end of our new confession, is father, uh, the fatherless. Right. Um, while I was studying this, God pointed out to me, Paul is such a father to all. I mean, he had Titus and Timothy and then I, I found in, and I don't know I'm going to say this wrong, the, um, the book the Philippon, philip No, 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 no. no. no, no. Oh, no. Philemon. Philemon. Yeah. Uh, Philemon was this rich guy that Paul had converted, right? And he had this runaway slave, Onimus, Onimus. you. And so he had run away and, um, from Philemon because uh, he was a slave. He ran away and he found Paul in Rome. Well, Paul was in uh, jail in Rome. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got close and he, and he was, uh, when he sent him back to Philemon, he, he wrote that letter which is the letter film. And he says, you know, uh, you know, we always pray for you. I think you're great. He was buttering up kind of thing. And then he was like, you know, hey, um, I'm sending it back to you. He's become a dear son to me. Um, I love him. I hope you treat him like you would treat me. You know, he was just on and on about this guy. And I'll, I'll even pay all of his debts. I'll yeah. pay all his debts. Um, just, you know, just, man, don't make him a slave. He's a, he's a brother. He's not a slave anymore. So it was just cool to me that, you know. Paul is such a father to all these people because he went out and ministered, and God had him. I mean, you know where it came from. Yeah. And the scales came off, and he just went from there, man. And just went out and was like this great radical Christ, and it's just awesome. And and God's like, man, do that. I want to be Paul and go out. And he's like, calm down, girl.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: okay. But I want to party like a princess. <laughs> it's so cool, but, but you know, I, and I never really, I kind of, I read Phil and Mom, I'm like, yeah, but it really spoke to me, like, hey, this is another one of Paul's sons, man. Amen. I mean, he don't have his own book, but, or his own letter, but, you know, he he felt like a father to Amen. him. So it, it was just cool because you had added that follow the fatherless, and I'm like, man, you know, Paul, he was a father to all these people. All these people that he converted, but it was really cool that he said, "Man, I'm not even tip on his desk, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Just please, don't don't make him a slave again. He's a brother in Christ now. Amen. Amen. So that's what we are. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus bare Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.